When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the line with us, I have a woman who deserves 10 Pulitzer Prizes and a million-dollar cash prize. Uh, she's the author of a book called Laptop from Hell, New York Post columnist. Her name is Miranda Devine. Let's bring her in. Good morning, Miranda. Hi, Bernie. Hi, John. Good to talk to you. We haven't talked since last night. <laughs> Long time. Oh, listen, uh, Miranda, you, you did what you did for this country was incredible. You obviously, uh, you know, you were screwed in the end by these these evil, uh, corrupt uh, people, the media, big tech, deep state. And the New York Times comes out like we needed them to, to quote unquote, authenticate the uh, laptop from hell. But the uh, top line, I, I guess I would ask you, Miranda, what have you learned in the weeks since the New York Times came out and authenticated it? And pretty much the uh, the mainstream media, everybody that was involved. They're ignoring the, the fact that the New York Times did what they did. Yes, isn't that interesting? And look, uh, I mean, I guess what I've learned is that um, there's a lot of people in this country that wait until the New York Times uh, gives the imprimatur, their, their blessed, you know, uh, blessing on a story before they think it's real. It doesn't exist unless the New York Times says it does. So that's pretty sad. And I guess that explains why Biden voters did what they did in 2020. And um, we know from polls that half of them had absolutely no idea about the scandal. And that's because their organs of choice chose to ignore it and suppress it and censor it as big tech did. And, um, and you know, about 10 to 15 percent of Biden voters would have changed their vote had they known about uh, the, the extent of this scandal. So would you say, Miranda Devine, would you use the words, which I have in the past, uh, b- before the New York Times did what they did, was that the November 2020 election was rigged before Election Day? Would you use those words? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would use the words that Bill Barr used, which is election interference. This was, uh, you know, especially Facebook and Twitter, which have so much power over information. They really put their thumb on the scale. They really did interfere in the election. And, uh, and, and also, you know, that half of the media that serves um, the left, I guess you'd call it, or, or moderates as well, um, they... They really betrayed their privilege that they have, uh, their duty uh, to inform the public about, um, you know, the truth about the candidates for president. And they did not do their due diligence on one of those candidates. We know Joe Biden just had a rails run. He just sat in his basement. He ate ice cream. He was never asked tough questions. I mean... Our, our story came out mid-October, three weeks uh, before the 2020 election, that bombshell showing um, emails from the laptop, which showed that Joe Biden was lying when he said that he knew nothing about his son, Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings. Here was an email uh, thanking Hunter for introducing him to his vice president's father in Washington, D.C. And um, instead of answering it and saying, you know, 
proving somehow that didn't happen or saying it didn't happen. They just went to ground. And really, um, Joe Biden was never pressed on it. I mean, we tried, there were a couple of valiant reporters tried shouting questions at him and then came that um, scurrilous letter from the dirty 51, I call them, the John Brennan and James Clapper and so on, and calling it Russian disinformation. And that was just end of story. I mean, those guys need to be held to account. I I believe there was some sort of criminal conspiracy uh, involving those guys and uh, some, some other people who, uh, I don't know, they organize this. I really believe that. Miranda, what I, from what I understand, uh, the reason why the New York Times uh, you know, came out and said the laptop from hell was authenticated was because they believe that Hunter Biden is going to be indicted. And in order to report on Hunter Biden's indictment, they're going to have to allude to and refer to the laptop. And uh, you point out in a column uh, that you wrote, I believe, yesterday, uh, that, that well, you 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 cited Jen Psaki refusing to answer questions, saying that well, Hunter Biden doesn't work for the government, but of course this is not about Hunter Biden; it's about Joe Biden. It is about Joe Biden, and in fact, the question from Stephen Nelson at the New York Post was about um, how is Joe Biden handling the conflicts of interest that come from the fact that. His son has, uh, and his business partners and his brother, Jim Biden, Hunter's uncle, have collected tens of millions of dollars from the very countries that Joe Biden is doing, uh, you know, very high level war diplomacy with, and that being Russia, Ukraine and China. I mean, it could not be more of a conflict of interest. So it's a really fair question to ask, what is he doing to ensure that those conflicts of interest don't change or alter or or somehow constrain his decisions in these life and death, uh, you know, decisions to do with our national security. And one of those things that I have mentioned is that there is a Russian oligarch, richest woman in Russia, a woman called Elena Bacharina, who sent three and a half million dollars to um, the bank account of Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, or associated with him, and who Hunter Biden met in Lake Como a few weeks after that money came through. Um, And she has not been sanctioned. So you would think she's, you know, a friend of Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin went to her husband's funeral and sat next to her when he died in 2019. Um, You know, why wasn't she... There may be a good reason why she wasn't sanctioned. Maybe they forgot. But it's a question that needs to be answered, and it hasn't been answered by the White House. So, yeah. uh, Miranda, what I, I've said publicly, it, it, as a joke I said it, but it's that if China, Russia, and Iran two years ago got to pick the next president of the United States, they couldn't have done a better job than where, what we ended up with Joe Biden. Well, yes. I mean, that is a scary thought. It really is. I'm not going, you know, I'm not making any um, comments or, you know, conclusions without proper evidence. But um, Just my opinion. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, your mind just can go in those directions, which is frightening. And that's why the White House needs to be more forthcoming. And it's just not good enough to pretend that this is just about Hunter Biden. And, you know, as you say, the U.S. Um, uh, attorney in Delaware has been investigating him. There's been a grand jury looking at Hunter Biden's um, tax issues, allegations of money laundering and FARA violations. That's been going on for the last four years. And that's what 
as you were saying, the entire New York Times article was about, it wasn't about um, admitting how wrong they were about the laptop. It was about rehearsing Hunter Biden's legal defences. You know, obviously they think that they can somehow get criminal charges downgraded to to civil charges and they're saying, oh, well, he's already paid back a million dollars in um in, in, you know, back taxes, so he should be let off. Well, you know, I've talked to tax lawyers who say, no, it's not that easy, but let's see uh, how these indict- how this indictment well, let's comes. Well, let, let's see across. the bank accounts. I mean, the same thing they said to President Trump. Let's see the bank accounts. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't it interesting that a couple of weeks before we ran uh, our first bombshell story written by Emma Jo Morris, um, the uh, New York Times published the the hacked, let's call them hacked uh, or the leaked tax returns of Donald Trump. And Twitter did not and Facebook did not censor those, uh, even though they said that our story, which had nothing to do with anything being hacked, uh, they had uh, locked our account and stopped our story, uh, censored our story because it contained hacked materials. They had no evidence of that. It wasn't true. And uh, I'm still waiting for the fact check that Facebook claimed it was doing. Really? Uh, so the dishonesty is just staggering. Uh, Miranda Devine on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katzmatidis. Miranda, I do believe uh, Joe Biden is compromised. I, I really do. Tony Bobulinski, 10% for the big guy, all these yeah. things. And of course, uh, one of the another question that uh, that the New York Post uh, addressed to Jen Psaki was about Hunter's business dealings in China. Apparently, despite what they have claimed, he has not divested himself of his dealings in China. In other words, he's still in business with the Chinese. Yeah, well, it's very curious because um, Hunter Biden's lawyer told the New York Times that he had divested himself of BHR, which is this investment fund with $2.5 billion worth of funds under management, which is uh, co-owned by the Bank of China, i.e. the Chinese Communist Party, that government. And um, so he was supposed to have divested of his 10%. Um, that was back in November. And yet, you know, I've been checking the Chinese corporate records and the American ones um, pretty regularly since then. And I looked at it again on the weekend. And his uh, firm, Skinny Atlas, is still listed as a 10% owner on the Chinese registry. And in America, he is still listed as the governor, the sole director, the sole owner of um, Skinny Atlas. Um, Skinny Atlas, there is one thing that changed a couple of months ago was that its um, corporate status changed to something called revoked, um, which sounds you know, pretty important. But the Washington Examiner actually uh, just about a week ago found out that um, all that means is that they haven't paid a $400 kind of bill. So, um, you know, it's a question that needs to be asked. And, of course, the intrepid New York Post White House correspondent Stephen Nelson did ask Jen Psaki that last week, and she refused to answer. Again, she got really testy. Um, She said that wasn't for a, a matter for the White House. He doesn't work for the government, and we're moving on. She does not like those questions. No, she, he only hitched a ride on Air Force Two uh, when he made these <laughs> deals. Yeah, he had nothing to do with the government while his dad was vice president. Uh, Miranda Devine, you are an American treasure. I know you're from Australia. Nevertheless, uh, thank you for what you did, what you're doing. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, reward Miranda, if you will, by buying the book Laptop from Hell. You'll learn a lot. 
you will be appalled. But uh, it is a fascinating read, Laptop from Hell by Miranda Devine. Miranda, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks, John. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Miranda Devine again on the Bernie and Sid Show. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.